up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the show. I'm feeling it. I'm, a, I'm dragging today. I'm not going to lie. It's been one of those days. You good? COVID has gotten the best of me. Not that I have COVID. I'm saying everything that's going on with COVID. You know, just, I think my solution is just shut everything the hell down. Mm-hmm. If you are not an essential worker, uh, keep your ass at home. As essential as in we need you <laughs> out of the house. Like the people at the grocery store, the people in the hospitals, like essential workers. Not the person at Fantastic Sam's. We don't need you at work. That's not necessary. Because <laughs> I feel like we're piecemealing this whole thing together. You know what yeah. I mean? Like from the very beginning, you know, we were like the country is partially shut down you know the midwest wasn't you know the west coast was some places in the south it's just like it just didn't make any sense and so now here we are eight nine ten months into this thing and we're still piecemealing it together well how about we don't go out after 10 o'clock who the hell is out at 10 o'clock anyway (laughs) especially in la this whole place shuts down anyway that's just my quick That's, rant. It's dumb. Really. It's dumb. So uh, sitting in with me today, of course, is uh, Lena. What up? What up? What she up? She gets no hand claps. She gets these Damn. hand claps. That's, That's not right. See? See how you do me, butterfly? And running the show butterfly. Butterfly's like, I ain't doing it. With her lopsided bun, no. which I think is dope. I said lopsided is in, but. I mean, you know. That's Be asymmetrical. Yeah. <laughs> I think anything that is too straight. It's boring, but that's just, again, my own personal Again, with people, too. (laughs) So uh, let's jump right into my current situation. Why don't we do that real quick? I'm going to wait for that. Bing. Yeah, it ain't there. (laughs) See? I mean, we going to get... So we'll get to the sounder for the... There we go. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) I find myself (laughs) at odds with myself. Let me explain. Let me unpack and explain. And let me be very clear about something. This has to do with something that Candace Owens said. This is what sparked my thoughts and my feelings about this. Understand out the gate, I'm not a fan of Candace. Mm. I am not a fan of Candace. I've never met her. Jesus Christ. But I don't like her because of the things that she says. I don't like you at all, Candace, not even a little bit. However, the thing that I find myself in flux about is that she made a comment and I'm going to tell you exactly what she said. And because I don't want to get it wrong, let me put my specs on. (laughs) She said, there is no society that can survive without strong men. The East knows this in the West which is where I live, the steady feminization of our men at the same time Marxism is being taught to our children is not a coincidence. It is an outright attack. Bring back manly men. Say what? (laughs) Where do I begin? So I'm going to leave the Marxism thing alone. I want to get into the manly men. The reason I am flummoxed by this, and by the way, with the tweet, because that's what she did. She posted this as a tweet. She posted a picture of Harry Styles. I don't know if you guys saw this or not, and he's wearing a dress. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. So I don't like you, Candace. I don't. 
However, I feel in some ways she has a point. Now, I am a firm believer in that you should be able to live your life the way that you want to. It is your life. You got one and that's it. But I do kind of feel just a smidgen that men are getting softer. Now you're right. You're right. With every, I don't even want to say decade. I mean, every five years, they move the line as to what is acceptable. Now we're at a point where we are redefining the roles in gender, right? Mm -hmm. And that's fine. The problem is what happens to the people like myself, right? Generation X, the boomers, in terms of everything that we were taught. Uh-oh. Because I was taught by my daddy, don't ever take care of a man. Which implied that it is the man's responsibility to take care of the house. Now, I understand due to systemic racism and things of that nature, we do have an imbalance. Women are make black women specifically are making more money than some black men. We're far more educated nowadays. All of that, right? But I still kind of believe in some of that. I still believe for me personally, I'm a bit traditional, right? I'm a little conservative. I'm a lot more liberal, but I'm a little conservative. I want him to open the door. I don't want to take the trash out. I don't want to mow the grass. Not that I can't. I can. I don't want to. I don't want to get my hands dirty. Come change my oil. Put some gas in my car. Let me sit and be cute. Right. But those are gender roles that I grew up with, that they are now saying is listed as toxic masculinity. Yeah, I think there's a whole bunch of crap. Yeah, so... Hmm. I think that, and it's crazy because I feel like gender roles, people always want to be equal when it's convenient for them. Sometimes, and then when it's not convenient for them, then they want to scream, oh, whatever. I feel like, I mean, to a, to a certain extent, and then we, we want people, we want men to treat us a particular way, but then we want to not, then we want the gender roles thing. So we, we can't have it both ways. Well, see, I think that's more about gender equality. I'm speaking more specifically about the roles of men and women, i.e. I'm okay with a man wearing a dress. I just don't want to be on a date with him when he has his heels on. If a man wants to wear Jimmy Choo's and, you know, put on some nice pants, that's his business. Mm-hmm. But for me, for me, it, it, it screams feminine mm-hmm. yeah. and it's whereas they don't want that label. It's, it's all preference. Yeah. If that's what they want to do, that's fine. But for me, I don't look at that and see a man. Mm-hmm. I see a man who's more interested in the feminine side of things, right. be it fashion, be it sex, whatever. Yeah. And that's your business. Right. And people keep m- missing the mark when it comes to toxic masculinity. It's not about gender roles specifically. It's about how toxic, um, how toxic it is growing up as a man. Like you can't cry, right? You can't show emotion. That's the toxic masculinity, right? It's not well, I think necessarily also the gender roles. The reason why I say gender roles is because you think a man is supposed to act a particular way, and because he's a man, which means that's his role. And when he doesn't, you criticize and right. shame him for that i.e. when Terry Crews got into all of that 
that drama. The mm. fact that we felt that here he was lifting weights and he was looking a particular way. We felt he should have acted a particular way because he's a man right. and a man is not supposed to, according to gender roles, allow another man to treat him that way. Right. And so he felt that fell under toxic masculinity because you're making me feel as though in order to be masculine, I have to be this particular way. Yep. Hence gender roles. Right. Me personally, I don't really buy into toxic masculinity. Me neither. Only because, and, and again, <laughs> it's your preference. But I grew up thinking that a man is supposed to protect me. Now, I'll take my earrings off and fight you if I need to. I don't want to. But I, I can try to protect myself and pretty do a pretty good damn job of it. However, I believe that it is a man's job to protect me. And if he doesn't, then I'm going to feel like he's a pussy. Right now that now you could call that toxic masculinity. I'm going to call that. We're not going out on a date again. Yep. <laughs> me, me neither. I'm not. Date, I'm, I don't care if, if even if you don't wear a dress to the date, if I, if I find out that you wear a dress when I'm not around, I'm, I'm not dating you. It's, it's not happening. If I catch you in my panties. <laughs> Imagine. We going to fight. Imagine. I, I can't. I can't. But I get it. You know, a lot of parents are raising their kids. You know, to believe that you can be whatever you want, you know, we'll wait until you're old enough to decide if you want to be a boy or a girl. I think that's cool for you. But for me, because what that what that requires me to do is to unlearn yeah. everything I was taught from biology to to just, you know, behave just everything. That means my mom and daddy lied to me is what I have to be willing to accept if I agree with right. the new norm. Like, how do you even, like, how do you do uh, research on somebody who doesn't necessarily know what they are? Like, well, you okay. do it according to history and according to precedent, right. you do it what's in the book. So even though you may chop your penis off, right? When they look at you in x-rays, you have the bones of a man, Right. period. There's no way around it. When they dig your body up, when you die, they're going to look at your jawbone. They're going to look at your hip bone and they're going to know if you were male or female. I don't give a damn what you thought you were. Now, I think there is a, a difference between how you feel and maybe physically what you display. Right. But I think that can be possible. But I'm of the firm belief that if you were born a man, but you feel like a woman and in the eyes of the law, we have to treat you like a woman. I believe that I can say I might be of a certain age, but I feel younger. But I don't understand what, I don't understand what's wrong about saying that you're a female or a male. Like, I don't, like, I don't understand why the whole, uh, what is it? Non, is it binary? Non-binary. Non like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, you could just, you could be whatever you want, but at the end yeah. of the day, that's what you are. Like, I don't get what was. Well, I first of all, you have to look at the system that we're set up on. Our whole system in the, in our, in the world, the whole system is set up man and woman everything right. from clothes to mm -hmm. you know jewelry to to jobs to everything is set up male female yeah. everything right restrooms it's just everywhere you go when you fill out an application your birth certificate although in some states i.e new york they're now allowing you to decide whether you want to be male or female some credit card companies are even allowing you to say you can say that you're actually a female if you're really a man and they're okay with that. Right. But it, for me, at some point, there has to be something that's called fact. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, we're all just floating and saying that I am whatever I feel I am today. 
Right. I'm not calling you they. Hey, they. Yeah, they, them. I'm just not. They're over there. (laughs) It's so difficult. But again, that requires me to unlearn everything. And that even goes to now when I go to write a book. Yeah. I got to, my pronouns are all screwed up. I can't even read this out loud. Mm-hmm. So that that's my current situations that I feel, first of all, I can't believe that I'm agreeing with Candace Owens just a smidgen, not totally, because I know she did that shit to be messy. I'm not being messy. I'm being honest. So, you know, all of that to say, don't tell me to shut up. All of that to say, I don't want my man to wear a dress. I want him with some britches. Right. And preferably in some Air Force Ones. That's just me. So no shout out to you, Candace Owens. Anyway, um, let's move on now that I've worked myself up. That's really got me hot. I'm serious. <laughs> it does. Because, I mean, it just, it's so confusing to me. Mm-hmm. It is. And then I feel like every so many months or every year or so, there's a new letter being added that now I have to try to understand that. And while we're talking about it, let's dig into this really quick and then we'll move on to my observation. This ain't that. This is an extension, an addendum, if you will, to my current situation. To me, it makes more sense that you understand that I don't understand what the hell is going on with that whole system. In order for me to respect it, help me understand it. So if I have questions about it, don't be offended if I get something wrong, especially if I'm not trying to be malicious. I want to learn. Why all the letters? (laughs) And if you are a guy, I'm sorry, if you are a girl who identifies as a guy, why do you like guys? And what does that mean? Like there's so many different variations Mm -hmm. of it and it changes so often. How the hell do you expect me to catch up? But then when I say I don't understand it, you get mad at me and it's a problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, if I go to visit the queen and I don't understand the the proper protocol, they don't get mad. They explain it to me. Do not touch the queen. (laughs) Don't turn your back on the queen. And I'm like, but why? Well, let me tell you why. Yeah. So it would, I think it would be less um, friction if we were allowed to ask questions. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. I have quite a few friends just in the LGBTQ plus whatever um, community. Yeah. And so it really is one of those things like you really have to find the people that aren't going to get offended. Yeah. yeah but a and lot it, of them do though. It, like yeah, a lot of them. Just, yeah, they do. They get really sensitive about it because- to them, when you don't understand, it's like a trigger. Yeah. It's like to their families or uh, friends who didn't understand people who, you know, bullied them. Yeah. It's. Uh, well, what's I mean, interesting is you just started to understand yeah. it. Like you just, right. which is why most of them just come out of the closet or they just begin to speak about it because yeah. they're just understanding how they're feeling. So if you're just understanding it, how the hell do you expect us to understand it? And again, that's yeah. no shade. My thing is, I I swear I believe this to my soul. I believe wholeheartedly that you only have so many summers on this planet. So many. Use them the way you want to. So if you are a female and you want to love another female, do it. Do it to your heart's content. If you are a dude who identifies as a woman, but you still like women, do that. Do whatever you want to. But don't be offended if I don't understand and I have a simple question as, what does the Q stand for? 
And what's the difference between queer and gay? I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm right. trying to understand so that I can better respect you and your position. Right. Yeah. So don't get all up in your panties. Yeah. Or it took me forever it to understand the cue. It took me forever. I literally just understood it this year. Well, I don't. Get I, had, it. I had a cousin that's the said on Facebook. Oh, I'm pansexual. Like, I'm like, what is the difference between a pansexual and a bisexual? So. I funny thing, I used to think pansexual meant that you were sexually attracted to inanimate objects. Just cause that's like literally what my brain went to. Butterfly. But, no, no, we're gonna put a pin right there real quick. But, we, no, no, no butts. We're gonna slow down real quick. You thought what? <laughs> sexually attracted to inanimate objects? Oh, what the hear fuck? Me <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. There are people who are sexually attracted no, no, no. to animals. I get that. And to inanimate <laughs> objects. But how the hell did you go with pansexual to mean because that? A pan. Like a cooking pan. <laughs> let's move on to my let's let's get on to my observation. I can't. She said a pan as in a frying pan. I can't. Yeah. Don't tell me to shut That's up. What butter tell her to shut up. <laughs> And I I've learned to say now. So academic. No, that was just downright dumb. I, yeah, I've learned. <laughs> since you said now. a pan. I, I was hoping you weren't going to say that, but you did. I did. <laughs> All right, drinks for everybody. <laughs> so let's move on to my uh, my observation, my current observation. Matter of fact, so this is really not about the person who said it, but I'm going to say who said it because I think it's important. What are y'all whispering about? Here's what's funny about podcasts and cameras. <laughs> People in the room think because they're not the ones talking that we can't see them, but the camera is still on you, which means no, I'm asking, she's asking me a question. So no, I know, but I'm saying the camera uh -huh. in terms of what's uh -huh. being seen uh -huh. shows you talking as I'm talking. Gotcha. <laughs> it's not yeah. like because I'm the one talking, the camera's not pointed on you. It's not that kind of show. Cameras are on everybody. <laughs> I got you. I, yeah. I, so, is there anything you'd like to share with the class? No, nah, no. Nah, she just—I was asking her where something was. So I was answering her. Well, go ahead. Okay, so let's just yeah. get back over here. So, um, yeah, um, that made me lose my train of thought. The current observation. I know that, but my th my train of thought was: this is what happens. You just have to drink and hope it comes back. It will. Mm. Now I remember. So um, I want to read what the person said because I have to give them credit for saying it because I didn't say this. But the topic is not about who said it, but rather it just brings up questions about what was said. Again, I'm going to go to my glasses because I want to <laughs> get this right. <laughs> Erica Campbell said the following. You can't sow hoe seeds and reap marriage benefits. Your brain and body don't switch like that. You got to prepare your mind for marriage because it's a ministry. Hoe seeds. You can't <laughs> sow those. <laughs> and reap marriage benefits. I have so many questions about it. And again, no disrespect to Erica. You know, she's married. Her and her husband have a great ministry. Um, we actually are under the same parent company as far as uh, radio is concerned. Um, the only, and I get it, you know, she also came back and said, listen, I wasn't trying to shade anybody. 
you know, her marriage is a ministry and she wants people to understand that biblically, biblically speaking, that, um, you can't be a hoe and sow seeds and reap marriage benefits basically. Now, here's my issue with that. Marriage benefits. What are they? What are the benefits of marriage? Cause I'm sure there are some, and I am not saying that there are not, but most of the people that I know who are married have more complaints than they do anything else. Mm. And again, that's not to say that they're not happily married. I'm just saying I hear more complaints, no sex, no understanding, always nagging. Somebody's never home. Like I, I hear good things to it. So I'm not knocking marriage, right? I've said it before. I've been very open to say, I'm not quite sure it is for me. I would much rather have a partnership the way that Oprah and Stedman do. Just my thing. Anyway, back to these whole seeds and the marriage benefits. So basically what she is saying, I'm assuming, this is just my understanding of it is, you can't hoe around and then expect to be able to get married and have a good marriage. You need to save yourself for marriage. I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm just gonna lay prostate before the altar and sprinkle myself with some, some, the blood of the lamb and olive oil and anything else. Because here's my thing. When you look back, even in the Bible, right? There was a lot of people in the Bible who were hoeing. A lot of people sleeping with people who weren't their wives. So if they are included in the Bible, Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And you have key figures who slept with them outside of their marriage. Wouldn't that make them hoes? Yep. Yeah. And a few of them were God's favorite. So why would God call someone his favorite if he was hoeing? Yep. <clears throat> it's, it's just so many, like the, the hypocrisy for me is somebody has to make you a hoe. Right. Mm, it takes right, two people right, to hoe. Right. You you can't just be a hoe by yourself. Yeah. You hoeing with somebody. Right. So right. it takes an active participant to hoe you out. Yes. And right. It's like one of those mm -hmm. things where it's like I saw something on Facebook. It was like if a man thinks uh, that your value is lower after he touched you, then he needs to figure out what's going on with his hands. Because hmm. perhaps he devalued you. Damn. But my point is, I really feel like a lot of these patriarchal kind of, I don't know, views, because I feel they're really slated against women, because you don't call men hoes, not really. That's mm -hmm. really like a female thing. I'm sorry, my dog is chewing on <laughs> something and I was just a little nervous. Anyway, I just... I feel like, again, most boys are taught to go out and sow your wild oats. But when women sow, they're called hoe seeds. It just, I just, it irritates me and rubs me the wrong way. I think that you, I know plenty chicks who hold out and not only happily married, they've been married for like 30 years or more. And I mean, 
hoed out. I got the receipts. Don't ask me how I got them. Just know that I've got them. And the same thing goes for men. I know men who've hoed out and are happily married. So I'm trying to- Yes, I'm trying to figure out what are the marriage benefits of not, for lack of a better way of saying it, having a good time before you get married. Yep. I mean, I ain't no virgin. So if you <laughs> if you looking to marry me, just know I'm a little know, scuffed up. I'm still good. Though. That's a bit judgmental. I mean, I think it is a bit judgmental. And I think really in this day and age, can you really be celibate? I have a friend who currently is, but for her like own and not for anybody and not for any type of religion or like to get married. It's for like a spiritual wound. Well, see, that's different. That's totally different to me. That really is for self as opposed to I'm saving myself for a man. Like to me, even the way that sounds just, it just reeks of desperation and, and, and almost like the Catholic church. Yeah. (laughs) And, and for me, not even from a religious aspect, like they are up here and I'm saving myself to be so good enough for them. And in my mind, I'm like, just because you're a virgin or because you're celibate doesn't mean that you're better than anybody else. Yeah. You still gonna have your shit. But and what's crazy is I think it sets you up for a lot of disappointments because I think that sex well, and itself, sexually first yeah, of all. Yeah, no, exactly. I think sex is a very important part of any of relationship, especially a long-term relationship like marriage, you know. Well, the other thing is though, so sometimes you can't miss what you've never had. So if you don't have anything to compare it with, well, I mean, you the, really won't know what's good, what's not. But I think what happened, and this is just my opinion, I think the more sex you have, the more sex you want to have, right? That's true. But so I, you can't, you don't know about the dude who can hang you from the chandelier because you never had him. No, that's true. But if, if, um, but also when it comes to the the man, it's you know because I think if you. As a woman, you also learn things. Or so if you feel like you're not necessarily good at a particular thing, you mm-hmm. may you may you may try to either get better at it so you'll be able to satisfy your But dude. how will you know what you're not good at if you've never if if this is the first time you're doing it? But no, I'm sorry, maybe about from watching movies and I'm stuff. I'm sure your dude is not a virgin. That's of what I was going to say. It's so, like you're saving yourself for somebody who didn't who save did, themselves for you. Right. But that's like why if you're gonna I said. Do that, be with the person who also is saving themselves for me. Which marriage. takes me back to my original point. Guys are taught to sow their wild oats. Women right. are called hoes when they do right. it. That goes back to my original thing. But I think that there is some merit in saying you can't miss what you never had until you start having conversations with your girlfriends after you start having sex and you say, well, you know, is he good? Is he big? Is he small? Is he this or he that? You never think about those things until somebody brings it to your attention. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like like eating at the Olive Garden your whole life. You think that's the best Italian food ever because you don't know any better. And you still think it's great and brag about how you go every Sunday until you go to a Carbone in New York. And then you're like, what the fuck have I been eating for the past 10 years? Why did I think Olive Garden was so fucking good? It's not. It's shit. No disrespect, Olive Garden. Your breadsticks are the bomb. No, they are. (laughs) But you you won't really know until you. So that means you would have to step outside of your marriage 
or your relationship that you were saving yourself for to get a taste of something that you never had to be able to compare the two and say, damn, I thought he was laying it on me and he wasn't. He was just laying. Mm-hmm. Right. But still, I think the point goes back to why are you saving yourself for someone who did not save themselves for you? And even though, it, again, I do believe that there is something to if you decide I've hold enough, <laughs> I don't even like saying ho. I if you've just decided I've had one too many partners and now I'm my 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 emotions are all over the place and and if you believe in in energies and all of that the 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 seed that is now in you and all of that, you know, maybe you want to have a type of spiritual cleansing and you say, I'm going to be celibate for my own sanity. Mm -hmm. I think that's a totally different thing. But to say, I'm going to save myself for marriage. I do believe it's a big letdown. I do agree with you on that, that I think you're setting yourself up for what you think is going to be, you know, something romantic and something where you're going to, you know, be happily ever after. I think you're going to be pissed as hell that you saved yourself all those years and now all you do is drink. <laughs> That's just my thought on that. Not that it means anything, but it's true. Now you sitting at home because you thought your man was going to be everything. And I do. I think that we as women put too much thought into that. Mm -hmm. We mean, say, you know what I hate more than anything? I hate when people say, I'm going to do this or that when. And I don't care what it oh, is. We all know. You can <laughs> you can substitute whatever that is. I'm gonna wait and wear this when. I'm gonna use these dishes when. Or you know when I whenever I get a size six then. Or whenever I get the right man then. I hate all of that. I think that you should meet yourself where you are. And make mm -hmm. the best of your life at that moment because you don't know that there's going to be a win. Mm -hmm. And then you will have spent your entire life waiting for something that never came. So I believe in wearing that red lipstick that you were saving for a special occasion. Even if you're going to the grocery store, wear those shoes, eat off those china plates, all of that stuff. Use that furniture. Everything in my house is usable. Everything, because I don't believe in buying things just to look at or just to save for whatever, including Mava JJ. We ain't saving that. What are we saving it for? What are we waiting girl, Bob. Girl, Bob. What do we? Sharon. Sharon is my girl. She gets it. She understands totally. That's where I got it from. What you holding it for? What's the point? Mm -hmm. And you talk to any dude, and he'll say, "I don't want a virgin." Guys will say yeah. that because they feel as though, well, first of all, they feel as though when they sleep with you and you're a virgin, now you're going to follow them around like a wet yeah, puppy. I think, mm -hmm. I think guys want a virgin when they're like in high school. High school, in yeah. 20s. Yeah. But I think even then you want it because if you don't know what you're doing, they won't know. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think so. I, I think, think it's all, and I think it's also an ego thing to be able it to say, I took her virginity. But nobody wants a virgin. You want to, you want somebody who can pow, 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 <laughs> lay you out, know all the tricks. That's what men are looking for. <laughs> Even Bella's like, what? Bella's like, I know. Let's move on quick. Yes. I Don't tell me to shut up. <laughs> Sharon, you got my back? I thought so. Bella wants to sign so bad. So let's get to some cocktail therapy. 
This is when I get into my cocktail jar here and pull out a topic and talk about it and give you a nice little drink to go with it. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. Shake it up, shake it up. Ah. <laughs> Let's see. This is Tory Lanez and Megan the Stallion shooting. Well, what's the mm. what's the current news on it? Uh, the current news is he pled not guilty. He also said he didn't do it. She also said, yes, you did. <laughs> That's basically where we stand. Also, um, he could get 23 oh, years yeah. in he, prison. He, well, listen, here's the other thing. He had a gun with in his possession when they caught him. Yeah. And you have a chick who has a bullet wound. <laughs> I mean, shit. <laughs> I don't know what else you need. But th this is what I want to do. I want to throw this out and pull another one. Because I don't want to talk about them no more. <laughs> Damn! Mm -hmm. Sharon mm -hmm. said I could and that's my girl let's move on to something else I'm so over that by the way Megan I love you I think you're the bomb I think you're the shit Michael B. Jordan the sexiest man alive let yes. me tell you something first of all yes. you know what but you got a drink for that I have a drink for that it's what called <laughs> I'm just gonna keep sipping my wine you know why wine is sexy every other liquor makes you turn up <laughs> wine you mess around your ass will be sleep somewhere because it's like a chill yeah. kind of you know sexy you move slow when you drink it you think you looking cute <laughs> and you look stupid anyway i think if this is no shade okay uh -oh. take my glasses off if john uh -oh. Legend can be the sexiest man alive anybody can <laughs> I mean, he got hips bigger than mine, wider than mine. <laughs> I love you, John, but I'm just saying. And listen, there's a there's a a pot for every kettle, right? Mm. I mean, there is. And I mean, him and Chrissy make a beautiful oh couple. Yeah, I mean, talk yeah. about In relationship goals: the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. Mm -hmm. They are fantastic together. But when they named him the sexiest man alive. <laughs> and I looked at them stubby fingers and those hips. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> when like you that. look at the pep, come on. You had The Rock. You had Matthew McConaughey. You had, you know, one uh, of the Chris's. Uh, uh, David Beckham. You mm. had, like, you had some sexy men and you come up with John Legend. After that, fair game. What? Hell, Jermaine Dupree could be the sexiest man. What? No. At this point. I mean, count it all joy. <laughs> no, honestly, I'll say this. This is this is for real. I think Michael B. Jordan deserves it. Mm -hmm. Really? Mm -hmm. And I, I love Michael. I don't think I do. he's the sexiest man alive, though. Well, I mean, I think you have to look at it in terms of they choose it not necessarily alive as in, you know, over. I don't know. I think they choose it per year, right? Yeah. Right. So year, I think yeah. for that year, he's the sexiest guy. Cause who else would you give him a run for? Who 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 give who would give him a run for the money mm -hmm. this year in twenty twenty? Yeah, nobody in my book right now. See how it's taking you a minute to think. That means that I can't think of anybody now. I and I personally don't think he's fine like that. 
and you know this. We've had this conversation. Yeah, no, I mean, he I ain't love really. Mike. I mean, he's he's a nice looking dude. I mean, he's just not for me. He's in my getter book. You know, well, you, you know give it to him. High up there, because I'm not going up to. there in the getter book. Yeah, he, Sherman Oaks. We gotta find his house. Let's do. No, nah, I'm not gonna look in his house. You gonna get a restraining order? Is what you're gonna get? I'm not doing that with you. I don't do that. You come find me. <laughs> But Michael, no. <laughs> but I do I think he's the sexiest man alive at the moment? Yes. Now ask me again in 2021. We'll see. And the fact that you can't name anybody else to take his place. I mean, so if you're on the committee, sitting around the table, mm -hmm. and you're quiet the way you are now, we're <laughs> going to go with Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I mean. Swaggy. Mm -hmm. Beautiful <laughs> smile. He clearly mm -hmm. uses crest. We know that, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, the he's body. doing the push-ups. I saw Creed. a before and after picture of his come up. You've come a long <laughs> way, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Butterfly would be great if you could find that picture and post it so they could see what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> come a long way from where he was. So Michael B. Jordan, sexiest man alive. I'll toast to that. Because I can't think of anybody else who'd, who'd be in that, that spot. No, that's true. Jason Momoa, Mimosa. Oh, no, I don't like him. You don't? I don't. No, I think Why? he's very sexy. I don't think he's sexy at all. I mean, he looked dirty, but in a sexy way. Mm -hmm. That Pacific Islander. I think that's what it is, which is why I like The Rock. Mm -hmm. They have a vibe to him that's just like, I don't like, like The Rock either. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. Yeah, I do. I do. Anyway, Michael they B. made Jordan. some beautiful kids. Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet. They made oh, yeah. some beautiful kids. Yeah, they did. Man, yeah. they're they gorgeous. Will. Well, she makes. She even made uh, Zoe. Zoe is beautiful too. Hello, Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, yeah. She got the best of both parents. I think Lenny Kravitz one. is sexy too. His legs are just too skinny for me. <laughs> Wasn't he named sexiest man alive? Like, Hell, a couple yeah, of years and ago? rightfully so because he's a sexy mother. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Anyway. So let's get to my Jasmine moment. I want to end the show by saying this. I've said a lot of shit. People are texting me. I guess they heard what I said. <laughs> um, and really, I, I really want you to take away that I do really believe that you have the right to live your life however you want to. May not appease me. Fuck me. You know? I mean, it's your life. You live with, live it how you want to. Uh, if you want to be considered a, a woman when you're a man, that's your business. If you want to be considered a man when you're a woman, that's your business. Love who you want. If you want to sow hosties, hoe it up. <laughs> Do your thing. Because at the end of the day, when you turn the lights off and you get in the bed in the morning, you have to look at yourself in the mirror, not me. And really, when I go to bed at night, I don't replay anyone else's words but mine. So fuck everybody. <laughs> I mean, not literally. You know what I'm saying? But that's how I feel. So until next time, don't tell me to shut up. And I'll see you soon.